Frank, it's me, Peter. I need your help. There's something chasing me. I don't, I don't know what it, what it is. My gun, it's useless. The bullets just slide right through it. I don't know what to do. It, I think it's coming. listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. I'm your host Frank, and today I'm joined by... It's me, Peter. Hello, Frank. Hi, Peter. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. I had a bit of a narrow escape recently. Yeah, I, I meant to ask you about that. I had a, a slightly odd voicemail from you. Yeah, it, uh, it was, you know, it just one of those one of those days where everything goes wrong. You know, you miss the bus, um, you know, the computer doesn't work at work. And then you're chased by a slab slobbering eldritch monstrosity down the street. One of those dreadful days. A typical Tuesday, right? It was, yeah. But luckily, I did have something that helped me in the end, which we can talk about later if you want. Yeah. Well, I think that's the, the thrust of this episode, isn't it? These uh, visions of futures past episodes are all about us bringing something new to the community, right? Yeah, it's something we're really excited to be sharing with people again, right? It's a it's a, it's a card from an upcoming pack. Yeah, it just feels like such an honour to have this opportunity, and you know we we love sharing our enthusiasm and our passion for Arkham with the community, and to be able to also share a new card with the community is just smashing. Yes, fantastic. Okay, right. So we've we've teased people for long enough. Should we should we get onto yeah. the card? <laughs> yeah, I have one final tease though. Go I on. think this card will provoke fewer rules queries than time warp. <laughs> well, I don't think that's hard. I'd hate to see the card that provoked more rules. Queries yeah, that's than time. true. That's or, true. Okay, fair enough. Or maybe I'm very excited to see that card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, sh- sh- should I read it out? Please. Okay, what we have here is a guardian card. It's a three-cost event with a combat pip and an agility pip. Mm-hmm. It's called Custom Ammunition. It has the traits Upgrade, Supply, and Blessed. And its text is Fast. Play only during your turn. Attached to a firearm asset controlled by an investigator at your location. Place two ammo on that asset. Limit one per asset. Attacks performed by attached asset deal plus one damage against monster enemies. You want me to bless what? <laughs> I mean, flavor win. Yeah, it's just yeah. insane. <laughs> the art is so good as well. So it's it's a it's a revolver which has got what looks like three regular bullets in it and then three silver bullets. Yeah, and there's more silver bullets them. sort of sitting next to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so it's so cool. It's really good. One thing you didn't mention there, you said it was a three-cost event, but it's also three XP. That's right, yes. Which I suppose gates this to Guardian-only people, and Lola, obviously. And then anyone who could take, I don't know, Upgrade, Supply, or Blessed traded cards hmm, up to level three. Who could take a level three Blessed card? <laughs> so this, to me, like in terms of a flavour win... For Mateo, custom ammunition is just amazing because the flavour then becomes you, the player. You want me to bless what? Yeah, I just I think that's so nice as a Mateo card. I think also weirdly because I think the number of 
firearm assets that Mateo can currently take is zero. Unless they release like like a neutral firearm, (laughs) which means that if he takes this card and you're playing solo, it's a complete waste of card apart from the icons. That's right. I I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend that. (laughs) But I can bless guns. Yeah. For all of those people who just like role playing and taking blessed (laughs) cards just so that Mateo can do that. The other thing is it also has the supply keyword, which means that we can search this up with uh, stick to the plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So even if you've only got one copy, because I don't know whether you'd want more than one copy in your deck, with Stick to the Plan, you've got them straight away. And as soon as you pull out your gun, you can just slot in your special blessed ammunition. Mm, Yeah, and Stick to the Plan already has that thing where maybe if you're running extra ammunition or marksmanship or any of these cards that sort of uh, rely on, or eat lead even, I think, they rely on you having the weapon first and then you have them to one side on stick to the plan to kind of fire off at the right time. This is just another one of those kind of like things to have in your guardian firearm toolbox, I suppose. Yeah. And it's, Oh, I just think this is great. Like, so give me, give me a sense of what kind of enemies are monsters, Frank. Uh, (laughs) have I sprung that on you? (laughs) Yeah. A lot of them are monsters. In, a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. To give you a sense of things that are monsters, so for instance in Unspeakable Oath, you've got the lunatic enemies and then you've got uh, various monsters crawling out of the walls, so your Bayekis and your that what's that horrible sludgy one from the basement. Mm. And it just in the core set, the ghouls are all monsters and then the cultists are all humanoids. Yes. So all those ghouls in the in the the gathering, they're all monsters, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing in the yeah. core set is don't each of the agents sets have monsters in? Yeah, exactly. They'll have so the, the two, Yaki's, two the to Yithians. four monsters. Yeah, Yidians are monsters. The night deep gaunts. ones are monsters. Yeah. Although the night gaunts are in a separate set, but there are monsters. They're monsters as well, aren't they? Yeah, I think the pit viper and things like that are just serpents. But then the brood of Yig and the fang of Yig and those different sort of Yig-related characters are all monster-traded as well, if I had to yeah. guess. The spheres? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what's nice against the spheres is that if you don't want to hit them with a melee weapon anyway. So if you've got if you've got a, a, a 45, that's three shots to kill off spheres. With your blessed ammunition, suddenly it's only two shots to do it. Yeah, wow. Just that's bang, really bang, good. Yeah, bang, yeah. bang. <laughs> So, returning to the card for a second as well, we've already seen Reliable, that you can attach to a weapon and it just gives you a bonus to, you get plus one to your skill using that weapon, and that's one XP. And then this feels like the next upgrade step up from that, a three XP upgrade, where, I mean, I think I would always prefer the extra damage over the extra boost. And what's interesting about this is that you get two ammo. So say you're putting this on a 45 automatic, you then go up to a six ammo 45 automatic and potentially all of those shots deal three damage to monster enemies. It's not just that the two ammo you get deals extra damage. It's all the ammo from then on. Exactly, yeah. Does more. So if you can then play Contraband as Leo and double the ammo from six to 12 or keep adding ammo as Venturer, or using extra ammunition, whatever it is, just keep that weapon topped up. All of the shots from the weapon are 
really powerful. Well, I was about to compare this to extra ammunition, actually, because extra ammunition, I was thinking, oh, it's only two extra shots, but it, and it costs three, so it's not worth it, really, for the ammunition. But actually, mm. when you look at extra ammunition, it costs, although it's only one experience, it costs two, and it's not fast for three tokens. Yeah. So it, it's not a bad comparison. If you, if you consider you're getting what those two extra ammo cost, you're not getting the rest of the card it, 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 for too much extra on top of that. So for an extra one cost, but no action to play, we get one fewer shots and a potential upgrade so that it causes one damage, plus mm. one damage. So I think, I yeah. think it compares really well to extra ammunition. You might even want to replace extra ammunition with this card. Yeah. Or have a combination of the two. For four experience, you could be adding five ammo and all you'd be doing all the extra damage as well. Starts to become really useful as just... I, I like the idea of the flexibility of it, right? If you, you could sort of pick and choose which one you need. Do you need your custom ammo or do you just need extra ammo? Maybe when you've taken uh, Stick to the Plan and, you, and your Seeker, you pull out prepared for the worst uh, extra ammunition and custom ammunition and then play your shotgun. Yeah. And then just have an extra a load of extra ammo on a on a massively damaging weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got that like flexibility then. And I can't wait to do do a double or nothing uh, <laughs> of course. custom ammo. Because the previous card we've seen which deals extra damage extra damage to monsters is Lisa Chandler, right? Yes. But she's a reaction after you've successfully uh, damaged an enemy with an attack, I seem to remember. That's quite right, yeah. You just do an extra damage. So she doesn't work with double or nothing, does she? No. This, however, you know, we, we talked about the spheres a minute ago with their six health. Double or nothing with a, with a, with a blessed bit of uh, ammunition, and suddenly you could do six damage. Against a two-fight enemy? <laughs> You've doubled their heady well, one fight to two. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just, yeah, just head, one shot. Headshot, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think quite a few of the. Sorry, this is back to monsters again. You were about to go say on. something, Frank. No, go on. Tell me about them. I think that there's a few that the boss type enemies are monsters as well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So I mean, the ghoul priest obviously is a monster. Then we've yeah. got things like the experiment. Yeah. Silas is a monster. Maybe. Ooh. Wow. Okay. He's yeah. pretty monstrous, I suppose. Yeah, so, so so this is a card which will really help you. I wonder whether the Harbinger's a monster as well. The Harbinger is, yeah. The Harbinger is also a monster, yeah. Elite. yeah. So quite often, I guess, you'd find that those big monsters, those big enemies, boss enemies, are monsters as well. So this is exactly the kind of thing that would help you against them. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add, really. <laughs> yeah, it's just good, yeah. Were you, you were going to say something else when yeah, I mentioned Yeah, I was going to... So, this is completely tangential, but I was I was thinking about this card in Mateo, and one of the things I ended up wondering about is the cost of this card. So it's a three-cost event. And the reason why I was wondering about that is it made me think, how many other Guardian events cost three? Peter, quiz, how many Guardian events cost three or more? Do you want me to name them or just guess how many there are? I mean, you can guess how many there are, or you can name them. The, the I mean, list is very short. That dynamite blast is what comes immediately to mind. Yeah. I mean, and there's no point trying to think any longer for anything else. Because oh, is that that's it? The only event, and the level two dynamite blast costs four. That's it. Every other guardian event is zero, one, or two. Oh, that's interesting. 
So, yeah, it is interesting, right? So it's quite interesting yeah. to have a new Guardian card that's a three-cost event because I was thinking about this in terms of cost curve and thinking about playing Zoe when you can end up with a pool of cash because you've played Brother Xavier and your Machete and then actually after you've set up like that, all you're playing is your your one or two cost events or maybe a Storm of Spirits if you're being cheeky and playing a Storm of Spirits for three. But other than that your cost curve is actually quite low and then she gets all the resources for engaging so she suddenly ends up with a big pool of resources and i suppose that guardians need to have cheap events because the amount that they're spending setting up their assets is normally on the higher side but yeah yes. it just it struck me as something interesting a three cost event i probably more more usually associate with mystic or rogue you know your your backstab Hot Streak costs three, Storm of Spirits, Hypnotic Gaze, Astral Travel. There are all of these sort of more expensive events. So it's interesting to see one creep into Guardian. And I guess we'd be expecting quite a potent effect for that cost, wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I suppose we're getting. If you if you can make sure that your shots are hitting monsters, you're adding a vicious blow to at least two shots. If not, you know, with the shotgun, it might be to four shots. Or, you know, even these weapons that come with with not very much ammo, the lightning gun with only three, adding shots to that, uh, adding damage to that is really potent. So I guess the other thing I wanted to say was, talking about this, in the context of weapons you normally take in a Guardian, Mm -hmm. we've had a lot of people talking about how weapons like machete are ubiquitous. So you always Mm. want to take a machete because it's really good. But what if we don't see the level of customization and upgrades that we do for melee weapons as we do for firearms. So if I want to have a deck where I've got these options of different types of ammunition or whatever to use. Mm, yeah, whether that's eat lead or extra ammo or marksmanship or all of these cards that play off firearms, right? Exactly. D- do I still want to stick to my, my reliable melee weapons or do I want to go and look at some firearms as well? Or instead, if I have more firearms, then I have more use out of all these firearms cards I'm putting in my deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually sent you a message recently, which was, how do you, as a designer, how do you nerf Machete if you feel like Machete is ubiquitous? And there are without... two options. Sorry? I was going to say, how do you nerf Machete without hitting everything else as well? Yeah, yeah. And there are two options. You make you make enemies or other events that target melee assets or you make another trait get a lot more support like firearm and i think it's a really nice way of doing it to add lots of firearm things that don't help machete at all so particularly if you build in as guardian into those bigger weapons they're all firearms there isn't a sword that's like a really great melee high xp sword that people are taking if you want to go into lightning gun or shotgun or even the the level 245 automatic it's worth having some of these other cards that that pump that up i'd really like to see the kind of someone with a list for a you know the the, the doomsday survivalist firearms expert or weapons hoarder <laughs> yeah you know j- j- yeah. just a guardian who's got a, a shed packed full of weapons that are ever vigilant and prepared for the worst and shotguns and 45s and 32 colts and all this kind of stuff yeah yeah that'd be a really fun deck to build well and i i finished carcosa as leo anderson 
paired with Ursula, and my final build was all around Lightning Gun. So I was running Sleight of Hand and Venturer and Marksmanship so I could shoot at locations next to me. And it was a really, like, really enjoyable way of playing that I was sort of just zapping anything that came close to me and saving all of my resources towards either getting a Venturer down to add ammo to my lightning gun or playing a lightning, whatever it was. It was a really fun way of playing. And it actually felt very different as a Guardian that I had this kind of toolbox of different attacks and different ways of dealing with enemies. It's got me excited to play a lot of the firearms that I've not used as much, like shotgun, mm. which despite despite playing Guardian so much, I hardly ever use those big chunky weapons. I, I, I've normally gone down another route of protection healing in Guardian rather than pure offense. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite excited to, to give that a go with cards like custom ammunition. There's another type of firearm that we shouldn't neglect as well here, and this is strictly multiplayer. Imagine you're playing as Mateo and you choose to take this. You could be playing this on illicit weapons that one of your rogue teammates are playing, like the Chicago typewriter. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's nice. And that's where I think this card, Custom Ammunition, being blessed is really interesting because if you're playing as Schizo Tool or Finn... What's Finn's name? Edwards. <laughs> I was going to say Finn Murphy. I was pretty sure it wasn't Finn Murphy. If you're playing as either of them and you're taking the typewriter or Lupara, you don't have access to custom ammunition. But Matteo does and could then be blessing your your naughty gun <laughs> with this. Oh, I hope that naughty gun can become a... Yeah, a... <laughs> recognizable <laughs> phrase in Arkham. Well, and so nice yeah, say you've played your Lupara, you've sleight of handed it, and then you've played it again, and you've done your two shots. This gives you another two ammo for the Lupara and pumps up the damage again. Yeah, because it, yeah. it goes back down to two damage after the turn you've played it. But this and then of course back up to three. We're now in a faction that's got double or nothing as well. Yeah, 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 it's worth worth bearing in mind. So you could yeah, you could be doing maybe a, a playing the typewriter putting custom ammunition on it, contrabanding it, you'd be up to 12 shots on the typewriter, and all of them would do four damage to monster enemies at a at a first push, which is, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, You could do that, I mean, against the Harbinger, you could take a shot, chuck in a couple of extra actions to give you plus six to hit, and yeah, you'd be, yeah. if you double or nothing that, you'd be doing eight damage. Oh my god. You could really burn through it, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Thanks. So, so there's a whole other scope. Again, I think it is the flavor win. It's like the mobster teaming up with the priest and the priest powering up the the mobster's weapons, which I think could be really fun. And yeah, it's it's just that trait blessed that allows that to happen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Fascinating card, definitely. Yeah. I, like I. I can't see it being an auto-include, but I can see it being a really fun card to work its way into a deck. Exactly, yes, I think so. And it, it's making me speculate what else we might see for Blessed. So I, I don't know whether we're going to see a Blessed card in uh, every other faction mm. in this pack, maybe? I don't know. Blessed we have no idea. Glass. This, yeah. this, 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 is, this is the only thing we've seen um, from this pack. So Yeah, yeah. We're as excited as everyone else to find out. Yes. I love I, I I love that you can have the collision of a really flavorful card 
that also will find its own niche. Like I, I like that some players will take this in Mateo just because they can, because it so that they can say, "You want me to bless what?" and they can bless someone Derringer or something like sort of fairly silly. And then you'll have other people who are building that like Mark Harrigan all guns deck, and yeah. this is like an immediate include because it gives you more damage, and that's all you care about. Great card. Yeah, I'm so excited. Can't wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we should have said this is coming from Heart of the Elders. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We think. I, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Well, we said next pack when we started. So. Okay. Hopefully, cool. people pick that up. It's just if they come to listen to this after that pack's out. <laughs> yeah. Heart of the Elders. Well, once again, thank you to FFG for giving us a card to announce. If you want to get in touch with us, we're drawn to the flame on Twitter and Facebook, and we're drawn to the flame podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for all the emails we get. We really appreciate them. We're also on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash drawn to the flame. Thank you to our patrons, and maybe go and take a look if you want to consider becoming a patron. Peter, how can people reach you online? Uh, I'm everywhere as United, so I'm on the Discord, including our special patron Discord. I'm on Reddit, where I'm doing the Card of the Day thread, and I'm on Twitter as U-N-I-T-L-E-D. How about you, Frank? Uh, I'm on Twitter as FB, that's E-P-H underscore B-E-E, and I'm around the place as Zooey Glass or Zozo. Come say hi. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for listening. So the other thing is that it has the supply keyword, mm-hmm. yeah, which means that you can hunt this up with uh, on the plan. Uh, it's on the plan. <laughs> Stick to the hunt. <laughs> it means you can you can. God damn it, Frank. <laughs>